everybody. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. I'm really, really excited for this episode because I got to sit down with a really good friend of mine. Her name is Jackie Hilbert, and she is someone who really came into my life at the most perfect time. And I always say that spirit has a way of bringing people to us. Timing is everything in the most perfect and synchronistic way. So as you guys know, for the last year and a half, I've really been strengthening my connection to spirit and really developing my mediumship. It's been a huge part of my spiritual journey and development, and it's going to continue to be a huge part of my life. So I will be sharing more of that here. And I haven't really touched on it too much, but in this episode, we're going to kind of dive deep. I'm going to talk about our stories, about how we came into our gifts, and just a really crazy experience that her and I got to do together. So very, very excited to share, you know, all of this with you guys. And I hope you guys really enjoy it. Um, so yeah, so the, the funny thing is, is that her and I kind of, we, we met in a funny way in that we both are developing our mediumship together. We were attending the same workshop. Um, and so I actually got to meet her in person after chatting for about a year online. So it was really, really cool that we got to sit down and record this together in the same room. Uh, so it's just been a really cool experience. So one of the things that Jackie does, she's been um, a psychic and doing professional psychic and aura readings for the last uh, couple years. So she's only now starting to move into the mediumship realm. So her and I are developing together. And it's just been such a great She's been such a great sounding board for me and um, I for her. We've really been able to bounce things off of each other for the last year. We've just been a really great support system for one another. So I'm very, very excited to share to share her knowledge and her stories with you guys because she has so much to just just been through so much. So she actually does um, something called Spirit Rescue, which we'll talk about in the podcast. And we had the opportunity to cleanse a house while we were here in San Diego. So we get to tell that story. We got permission from the family to share that with you. So I hope you guys really enjoy it. I aptly titled this episode, um, coming out of the spiritual closet, <laughs> trials and tribulations um, through mediumship development <laughs> with developing mediums, um, because that's exactly what it is. You know, together we get to share, you know, there's a lot of victories, but then there's also a lot of, you know, there's a lot of ups and downs when you're doing this type of work. A lot of, de- de- in this type of work and development, it's, you know, it's definitely, it's like a roller coaster, but it's definitely been well worth it. And I'm so excited to be able to have this as an offering um, in my toolbox. So yeah, so if you guys ever have questions, feel free to reach out. I'm more than happy to answer them. And of course, you know, like I said, I'm going to be offering mediumship readings here. So if that's something that you're interested in, please feel free to reach out for more information. You can always um, direct message me or email me. Um, I'm more than happy to get in contact with you. So but anyways, without further ado, we'll go ahead and get to the interview. I can't wait to share it with you. Like I said, these are, you know, our stories and just kind of what we've experienced over the, you know, the years and uh, just sharing, just really just sharing it all, putting it all out there. So I hope you guys really enjoy this. Um, it's been a long time coming for me and I'm really, I'm really excited to put this out there and share this in a way that's um, authentic and vulnerable. So All right, you guys, without further ado, we will get to this episode of the podcast. Thanks. Thanks. Oh my God, our tech, so our tech genius just stepped out. He's amazing. (laughs) God bless him. All right, so it's another episode of 108 Mindfully Made the Podcast. I am so excited because I have another guest here who is 
very very inspiring to me and um i'm just very excited that she's here because she came all the way from freaking chicago (laughs) to be with well not to be with us but i mean (laughs) i mean basically (laughs) she came all the way from chicago um she is someone i met through our mediumship mama our mentor Mm -hmm. um who is also um pursuing her mediumship and however you've been working as a psychic and aura reader for quite some time already yes. just now moving into the mediumship realm yes and I'm so thrilled that you are here Yay, oh my gosh you. so her and I have been chatting over Skype for the last like year and we actually got to meet in person so this is a very exciting time for us it's a very exciting weekend for our development which we will talk about later Maybe not in this podcast, but at some other point, we'll probably (laughs) talk about it. But it's been a really, really wonderful weekend that we've all got to spend together with her and some other really amazing people. So, but we wanted to just, I wanted to basically just have her on because I feel like she's a wealth of knowledge because of her history with aura readings, psychic abilities, psychic development, um, and really, you know, just, she's got so much information to share. Jackie, why don't you just give us a little bit of your background? Okay. Tell us, tell us how you like came into your gifts. How okay. did you know that you were becoming psychic, or that you were moving into that realm, or, um, and then just sort of how how did you go about developing those gifts? Okay, sure. So I am Jackie. I have been doing aura readings professionally for about oh my gosh, is it three years? I think it's like three or four years now. And I have always been able to see energy with my physical eyes since I was like a really little kid. I remember, you know, being like five or six and actually seeing people's energy. So it is a gift that I was definitely born with. But when I hit my teenage years, I ended up getting really sick and shut down for a good chunk of my life pretty much. And then after I figured out my health problems and things like that I just kind of naturally opened back up and was like I really want to use this somehow to help people so I began doing aura readings um practice aura readings and then my abilities kind of just evolved after I made the decision that I wanted to do that and yeah I don't know I just I've been kind of intuitive my entire life and after my illness went away I was like I really want to use this to reach as many people as I can help as many people as I can and it started this natural progression of you know finding the right people and getting the right connections to you know have this guidance along my path and all of this stuff so yeah so when you were little when you saw did you see spirits did you like did you have experiences like that like what would you say was probably like the first thing you can remember where you experienced energy or something from like you recognize that this was other people weren't seeing this sure I remember a distinct conversation that I had with my mom and I was like I'm seeing colors around people and and she was like oh my gosh you know your older sister also used to like see energy and um so that kind of tipped me off to wow this is like very special but then you know society isn't totally accepting of these gifts so she was like you know keep it on the down low don't tell many people about it (laughs) try not to you know tell everybody because she didn't want me to you know be bullied or whatever so that's a very distinct memory I have of kind of the first time and I remember being around this one person and just seeing like this outline of their body and being like wow like that's such a pretty color and 
throughout, I don't know, throughout school and everything, I just kind of was able to naturally see that. And then later it progressed to, you know, being able to pick up on very distinct colors and specific information and things like that. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you said you got really, really sick. One thing that yes. I've noticed is that almost with every single person in our development group yeah at some point or another experienced some sort of really intense chronic illness that really had no explanation um did you feel like when you started embracing your gifts that a lot of that resolved or do you feel like that resolved and then your gifts kind of came back honestly I feel like it was a very um It was a very intense time period for me where I was very alone. I didn't really have many people to kind of rely on or talk to. So I was very much within myself and going through my own like self-discovery process throughout having this illness. And I feel like that was so instrumental in my own self-confidence and really um, just having that foundation of self before doing this work and really yeah. putting myself out there for other people. Oh, and yeah. yeah, it was just, it was a very big time for my own self-discovery and figuring out, you know, what I believed in. I remember staying up so late at night and just being like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna research psychic abilities and auras. And I was just up doing all this stuff. But it really wasn't until after my illness had subsided that I was like, all right, I'm ready for this next step. How can I use this to help people? And then I just sort of dived in. So that's awesome. Yeah. Dove in. Dove in. Dove. <laughs> you, jumped, you, jumped, you jumped into the pool. I jumped like, in. You jumped into the pool head first. That's amazing. Yeah, thank oh my you. God. Oh my gosh. Thanks. So, okay. So I guess the big question is, so like we talk a lot about energy and we talk a lot about the chakras and auras and everything like that and it's all kind of tied together so like the chakra system is basically basically it's the energetic body Mm -hmm. but each chakra is tied to an endocrine gland in the body which is kind of interesting i didn't i didn't know that you didn't know that no i didn't know that (laughs) look at you teaching me that's awesome i love that so that's so i do find it kind of interesting um when you see people's auras you can kind of get a sense do you feel like you can get a sense for where maybe they're they're having like issues in the body internally absolutely so like on a physical level like on a physical level so here is a very um quick little example of that I actually do like a scan when I'm doing readings so I have a very distinct color that shows up if there is physical illness present in the area and I always say you know I'm not a doctor just make sure you get this checked out if I do pick up on this specific color in a certain area but I always tell my clients and people that come to get readings things that get blocked energetically will end up manifesting physically so if I see multiple colors in a certain chakra that to me indicates a blockage that may start to develop into more of a physical Um, symptom later down the line so I just let them know you know if you're not working on this particular chakra you may start to experience physical discomfort so oh wow yeah so that's happened a couple of times in readings and even with certain chakras um maybe it's not exactly the chakra area so like for the solar plexus maybe it's not particularly the stomach maybe it's the liver or the kidneys or you know something else in that area and I can pick up on usually the shape of like whatever organ it is oh wow yeah really yeah um 
when I'm connecting to spirit, one thing I have noticed is that I do tend to burp a lot. I get very gassy <laughs> and I, I'm curious as to like, I don't understand if I'm doing this just because it's the overflow of energy that's like in my body that I'm, I'm working through. Spirit's coming through. I'm mm-hmm. feeling this extra energy and it's moving through me. So it moves everything up and out. Yeah. Um, but I did want to ask you, do you see anything in my solar plexus? Like, is there something going on that I should be checking out? Like, I mean, I... So here's a fun little thing. I definitely turn my abilities off <laughs> because I, when I go out into the world, I don't want to be seeing everybody's freaking aura at the right? gas station, in the restaurants, things like that. But I do think that as empaths, we do tend to have a lot of solar plexus stuff just right. kind of naturally because we are naturally psychic sponges and absorb the energy around us we absorb energy in you know different situations from different people there's so many different ways that you can kind of absorb energy so maybe it is kind of your way of moving processing yeah processing your energy clearing your energy out before you connect to spirit and moving nothing wrong with that that. yeah Yeah. that's true that's a good my dad always used to tell me like before I ever like accepted the fact that I had a gift he would always tell me he'd be like you need to go get that checked he's like there's something going on with your gallbladder well here's a fun (laughs) here's a fun little acupuncture thing I know we're jumping all over the place but I'm gonna I'll throw it out there okay so there is a pattern where like if you get kind of anxious before you bring spirit through it's a pattern that's like liver overacting on the stomach so it causes kind of like this anxiety emotional reaction causes what we call counterflow chi from the stomach which can cause burping and things like that yeah so I was thinking you know maybe if you're getting a little bit anxious or if you're feeling emotional energy it's your liver's energy kind of overacting on the stomach energy and causing counterflow chi I don't know I'm just throwing that out there that would make a shit ton of sense because like literally I feel like I get really nervous yeah before reading of course absolutely and um yeah that's why so one thing that we've been talking a lot about is that this type of work so so mediumship specifically um what we're what we're what we're cultivating right now because like jackie said she's been doing she's been doing aura reading so she's had a good grasp on energy and then um picking up things psychically that also i'm sure just like skyrocketed too at the same time absolutely so i mean so what would you say like so mediumship a lot of people think psychics and mediums are the same but one thing that we've been hearing a lot of and we've read a lot of and that we kind of know from experience is that all mediums are psychic but not all psychics are mediums and that's one of the reasons and I think that that kind of gets there's like this whole um well first there's a stigma around a lot of times (laughs) these words um there's a huge stigma out there and personally I know for me that was one of the reasons why it took me a long time to actually own in my gift and actually come out and say like yes this is something that I can do this is something I want to do this is something I want to pursue and I kept it really really private for a long time because there is so much stigma because there are people out there who like they 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 you know we have those people out there that just don't get it they don't understand the process yeah, so they, they don't think it's real they don't think it's real yeah. and then the other thing is you do have people who out there who are out to make a quick buck and maybe they do have an ability but they're they're either you know maybe they don't want to they they're going about it in a wrong way and mm-hmm. they're you know it comes across in this way that they're taking advantage of people and maybe they are and that's just like a shitty thing um that we've had to deal with and overcome and i know that like i know that for me there was a lot of stigma from my family as far as like 
my religion goes, but how about you and your family? How did they react when you first, I mean, it sounds like your mom was super supportive. Yeah. Did you ever run into that where like you lost relationships or you had to be careful with who you told? So I was definitely told from a young age to, you know, keep it hush hush, like I was saying, but I got extraordinarily lucky with my family. I always joke that I picked the best, the best, the best parents, the best family, because everyone is so, so very open to this. And a lot of that actually came from my older sister who had very, um, she had very similar abilities when she was younger. So it kind of led my mom on her own path to self-discovery and looking into Reiki and auras and astral travel and astral projection because her daughter, my older sister, was going through all these little things And she wanted to be able to sit her down and explain what was happening to her. But in turn, it led on, it led to her own sort of path of discovery, which then paved the way for me to have an open-minded mom and an open-minded dad and an open-minded, you know, sister and older sister and younger sister. So everybody has actually been extremely, extremely supportive of this. And I... I am grateful every day for that. I cannot, I have talked to so many people, even people in our course that are like, you know, my family is very religious. They don't, you know, believe in this stuff. And I honestly cannot even imagine having to go through that. And I can't even imagine how hard that must be, but I feel like I got very lucky. Now, there are friends of mine who are very skeptical and don't quite understand what the heck it is I'm doing but they're still supportive of me. So I appreciate that. And the people that don't really get it or don't understand or, you know, don't want to be a part of it, they've kind of just naturally Fallen left away. my life, which, you know, in a, in a way is kind of sad. But also it happened so naturally as I progressed through my development that it was just like it was meant to happen. They weren't meant to be there for this part of my life. And I've just kind of come to accept that after you know, all these years and be grateful for the people that are here. But yeah, I can't even imagine what it must have been like for you, you know, growing up with a family that's so religious and how have you, how have you dealt with that? (laughs) Please, let's go into that just a little bit because I'm very curious because like, did you find support in your significant other? Did you find support in, did you have to go, you know, find support in your community? Like, how did you, how did you deal with that? Because yeah so for me and it's so funny because I've never really shared my story on the podcast so yeah (laughs) um yeah no uh for me it was really hard when I was little because especially when I was little because I was you know was in catechism Mm -hmm. like I don't my uncle just to give you guys an idea of how catholic my family was my uncle was in when he was growing up at like 15 16 years old he joined the seminary to be a priest my aunt was in the convent um, as a nun, my, I have an East Coast, Pennsylvania family, like all the way, um, and very, very religious. And then my, but my dad decided, you know, I'm not going to go into the church. I want to join the Marines. So we joined the Marines, came out to California. And of course, it's a very open-minded community here. Um, I mean, he still practiced his religion. And then, you know, the family followed and they practiced, you know, they, we, I was still practicing Catholic. So I went to catechism and all that stuff, Confer- confirmed Catholic, you know, took the Eucharist every Sunday and did all that. Um, but I remember reading the Bible and I remember it was so weird because I'll never forget like the first time I ever saw spirit I was probably I had to have been at least six I think it was six years old and I remember sitting in bed and I saw this like I saw this thing in my doorway in my house and I was like 
what the fuck is that? I, mm. I was like, holy shit, what oh is this? Gosh. Yeah. And it was like, I saw this hand and it was like a mm. white hand and I could see through it and it was just waving at me and it was Whoa, waving at me and it, and it was doing this, like come, come this way. And it was like a disembodied hand. And I was like, I literally, I, this is so vivid in my memory because it scared the shit out of me. Yeah. I was literally like, what is that? Like at first I thought it was like my parents, you know, but it was really late. Everyone was asleep. Mm-mm. And I remember being like, what? Creepy. What was that? And then I remember telling my mom, I think I told my mom the next day and she just was like, like just this is between us. And I was like, oh, so I immediately had this connotation like this is bad. Like yeah. this is something that is not, not accepted. accepted. Yeah. Like, um and so it was very interesting growing up in that way so immediately I did everything I could to like basically like shut that off um that was probably like one of the most vivid memories in the first time I saw spirit and I know that there's been other instances where I felt spirit um I would always feel like I was being watched um those kind of like feelings that you get that are yes. really creepy like Absolutely. I don't I don't like to sleep with the, the TV on like I need the noise like that whole thing kind of creeped me out um ever since I was little and then of course I became a teenager and I just became you know an emotional you know <laughs> like it happens bad things happen you go through this period of like law lo- I lost so many people I started losing people around me that were close probably like teens I think was the first death I experienced wow that's really yeah I young. was a teenager yeah. and then and that was like a friend you know so it was like yeah. someone young and then you know, that rocked my world because I was like, whoa, like they're not here anymore. Like, what the fuck? And then it was just like from that point on, it just kind of I I felt like my whole life, like there was always somebody died. It was in the, you know, it's like you get your grandparents to die. And then it's like all of a sudden it's just like this whole thing. And before you know it, you're in this space where you're like, well, holy shit, like loss is a really big theme in my life. Like, like and and at that point, I didn't know what to do. So, of course, took the journey Mm -hmm. inward. Just my job got super stressful. I had to like find some way to chill out. Meditation came into my life. I found a Buddhist teacher who taught me how to meditate and everything came back. It was like those gifts, the dreams, like like everything came back with a vengeance where it was like, whoa, what do I do with this? Yeah. And, and luckily ha- I had people in the community who could help me. Right. But. <laughs> and how cool is that, that you went through all of that grief and all of that hurt and all of that pain and now you're like developing your abilities to help people that are going through that I think that is so amazing that you're doing that like you took that grief and you just turned it around you're like I want to help people that are feeling like crap like I was because I was there and I know that like for me getting Reiki done learning how to meditate um and seeing you know I don't I mean I sat with like maybe like one or two mediums but it was kind of like you know, it, it was, it, it was, you know, that, that's not what like that. I feel like that kind of kickstarted my process mm-hmm. of really going inward that I feel like that kind of kickstarted my process mm-hmm. of really going inward. But now I realize how instrumental that was in the, in the journey. And I want to be able to, to help people in that way too, because um, I'm not saying that like you need to see a medium or you need to see a psychic or a Reiki healer, but I do feel like those are modalities that are out there that are adjuncts to things like therapy that can be really 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 instrumental in healing your grief healing your trauma healing all of that so I like the idea of using an adjunct therapy I always tell people this is not a substitute for therapy however I have heard from a therapist that a good mediumship reading can do what 
10 years of therapy couldn't yeah which that rocked my world when he said that I was like really and you know what's crazy though I've seen that though and I think it's amazing and it's like it's true so it's definitely been um a journey to get to this point but essentially yeah that that's kind of my story guys that's how I came into this whole process and 108 mindfully made was literally a byproduct of of my meditation and everything that I've done so far like the jewelry the podcast like the dharma den the reiki that's all a byproduct of just literally me taking the time to sit with myself I mean I started with what five minutes a day and now I'm up to I can sit for an hour if I need to in meditation and I mean and I'm not I'm never going to meditation with the intention to connect to spirit directly but I'm not going to lie to you things come through in meditation that I'm like I don't know how this connects to somebody but it does Mm -hmm. and I guarantee you that if you out there if if you are interested in you know if you're interested in knowing do I have psychic ability do I have mediumship abilities yes you do everybody does it just comes easier to some than others but taking that time to sit with yourself and be still is really going to be the mirror that you're going to be able to look into to see like, okay, like, is like, like for like, that's really going to open the doorway. Because yeah. for me, that's what it did. It yeah. opened the door. Meditation is absolutely instrumental in any development, whether it's psychic development, mediumship development, just developing, you know, protection and uh, a relationship with your guides, all those things. It all comes back to meditation and taking at least five minutes every couple days to like sit with yourself yep 100 yep, absolutely so what would you say the biggest so jackie being like so like psych we talked about earlier like psychics all psychics are not mediums mediums are are psychic um psychic how would you describe connecting to someone on a psychic level when you when you connect psychically what happens on a psychic level like compared to mediumship mm-hmm. okay so there's a huge difference I feel I yeah. feel that you there physically is, feel it yeah I yeah. physically can feel a difference in the connection and with mediumship what I've noticed is you really go to a higher chakra level like you are third eye crown chakra connecting from this like heart space it's just a higher vibrational energy I feel not that psychic energy isn't high vibrational but when you're doing psychic readings and things like that, it's definitely more solar plexus sort of heart chakra feel. Okay, so new people talk about, because I feel like another, a kind of like a, um, a trendy word right now is intuitive. Okay, so I like to say that an intuitive person is someone kind of in psychic limbo where they haven't totally embraced their like full psychic abilities yet, but they are sensitive. Maybe they'll get a hit here and there or a gut feeling and sometimes they'll follow it sometimes they won't but a psychic I feel is somebody that's like really kind of owning the label of yes I can see somebody's life path I can see where this person is headed whether they use tarot cards or they just do it kind of intuitively I feel like a psychic has more of a structure to a reading or has a method or tools or something like that whereas an intuitive is kind of in that sort of limbo where they don't like quite have it all of it figured out yet I hope that makes sense no it totally makes sense okay, and I'll be cool. honest with you I kind of operate from that space the intuitive space when I when you do, do when I when I do like, like more stuff. psychic type yeah. stuff I definitely I definitely don't I because I don't feel like prof prophetic I don't feel like I get prophetic stuff I don't sure. feel like I get like I can't like see into the future sure. I feel like that's not a strength of mine it's so interesting that you say that because it's just like 
yeah I, I, psychic limbo that's so funny I just yeah, yeah that's the I easiest that. way I can put it because I feel like so many people are intuitive and so many people have those you know little gut feelings and maybe you'll get like a vision of something out of nowhere but you don't really know exactly how to control it you're not really sure you know how to access that information um, on your own like free will like to kind of activate you know if you're you have a sitter sitting across from you and they want to know what's going to happen in 2019 it's harder for an intuitive person to be like having a structure in their reading whereas a psychic will have a tool whether it's um, an aura reading or a tarot reading or you know something with a pendulum you know things like that I just feel like the difference is really the structure and the ability to turn on the information and receive it I think that's pretty much the difference so it's just the receiving of the information yeah there's a structure there's a structure there's a structure there's a structure behind how they'd receive information yes absolutely 100 percent. okay I feel like too a lot of people are turning to that buzzword of intuitive because of the stigma that's attached to the word psychic absolutely I feel that too and I feel like also intuitive people go to that word because they are feeling stuff or like I feel like a lot of clairsentient people use the word yeah, intuitive. intuitive. So yeah. if you receive clairsentient information, you might automatically assume that it's like you can call yourself intuitive because I don't know. It's the closest thing to clairsentience. And when you get into a meditative space and you do that regularly, you really are able to tap into those that those 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 energetic five senses absolutely and that's what we do in intuitive readings mediumship readings and um so that's how we receive information in those psychic readings so when you're connecting me uh, to a meet on a medium level like a mediumship level we're connecting with spirit directly per se we're receiving information directly from like loved ones on the other side mm-hmm. um you know that's really where we're trying to connect there's different levels but um, when you're connecting intu- intuitively or psychically, you're more picking up on information from the person directly sitting yes, across from, from you. from their energy. From their yeah. own energy. Yeah. And I think that that's really interesting. So that's why we say not all psychics are mediums because they're, they're not. Because in order to, 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 to connect to the other side, yeah. to connect to your loved ones, the vibration is different. Right. And some psychics just don't want to talk to dead people. Like no. that's sometimes Mm-mm. they just choose that they don't want to do that. And I know a lot of people that are actually like that. <laughs> and that's by so, choice. So it's not yeah. to say that they can't do it. It's just that it's a choice yeah. to, to whether or not you want to, to try and activate that space. So I get this all the time or what I, well, do you believe in God? Number one is the big question. Do yeah. you believe in God? <laughs> oh and it's like, of course, God is within you. God yeah. is everything. God is love. God is all being, right? All seeing, all knowing. Um, yes, I believe in God. And that's one of the reasons why we're able to do this yes, work. Absolutely. It's a gift. <laughs> it's a gift uh, from God. Yes. Um, so we do believe in God. Um, the other questions that we get oftentimes is, what about evil? Mm. How do you protect yourself from evil? evil or negative spirits if you will or negativity because we talked about energy protecting your own energy right we have an energetic body that we leave energetic remnants everywhere but we can also pick up energetic remnants from things or people so how do we like how can we best protect ourselves from things that are negative and also what's your take on like evil energy versus like negative energy versus like earthbound spirits spirits okay yeah that's a great question so let's start with the protection so I like to give people that are like first starting off developing their abilities or if they're scared of you know picking up negative energy or 
interacting with a negative spirit or something like that. I like to give people tools and I love working with crystals and I know some people think that that's so woo-woo but it's so much easier to pick two crystals up off of your nightstand, throw them in your pocket and not have to think about your energy being protected for the rest of the day. So for beginners, I really like to recommend, you know, different types of stones. Rainbow fluorite's really good. Peridot's really good. Numite is like my favorite and those all basically act as energetic shields. And so when people come to me that are empathic and they're like, how do I protect my energy? I immediately go to that and then I'll give them visualization techniques to protect your energy, such as the white light, you know, meditation, meditation that we all know. So you basically envision a white light coming down and protecting your entire energetic body and making it basically impenetrable to any negative energy and just asking your guides and angels to protect you throughout the day. That's a great one if you vibe with it. Um, and then I do like this one that we did talk about the other night, which is where you kind of make your energetic signature invisible. Oh, by, I love this. Yeah, so you imagine yes. um, instead of the white light, you can do the white light meditation and then after that you imagine mirrors facing outward from your energetic body just kind of surrounding you front back you know kind of like an egg shape around your entire aura and you just kind of encase yourself in this huge mirrored egg basically even while you're going throughout your day if you do encounter negative energy or you do encounter negative spirits they can't get to you because they can't see you or pick up on your energy because you've kind of projected the energy back to them with this mirror visualization technique so so then the next question is really good and I'm, I'm trying to think of how to word this the best because as much as I've done this work with really you know different spirits not just you know spirits that are in heaven but encountering earthbound spirits I have encountered negative spirits and negative energies um, that I mean I'm not gonna lie they are definitely creepy but I just have made it my intention that I don't even want to encounter you know any sort of demonic or evil or you know extraordinarily negative energy at all in this work and even though I do go clear houses I've just I don't know I've just kind of made that my thing because I don't know how I would feel if I did ever encounter anything that was like inherently evil with the whole evil thing I really have just made it my intention not to work with anything like that or encounter anything like that and that was something that recently happened because I did encounter some like very negative things in a couple of my uh house cleansings that I did so but with negative energies I do think that a lot of the time when we talk about earthbound spirits and we talk about these different energetic forms earthbound spirits are given kind of this bad rap of being like very very negative energy when really these spirits are just angry or sad or confused and they lash out because of that so a simple sit down and talk with an earthbound spirit that may be perceived as a negative energy will really kind of show that it's not a negative energy it's just somebody that's trapped and confused and angry and doesn't know why they're still stuck on the earth plane so the other thing too i would like to point out too is it's all about intention Absolutely. so 100% intention if you ask even if you don't even know who you're asking for protection you will have protection you yeah. and, and intention is such a huge thing too because it really changes your own heart space so if you have a positive intention of you know doing good like 
you like attracts like it's the law of attraction so bad shit is not gonna it's gonna be like fuck that i don't want anything to do with her yeah absolutely you know? like exactly mm-hmm. so i really truly feel like it has a lot to do with intention and a lot of times it has to do with fear mm-hmm. so if you have a lot of fear tied to i don't want to encounter a negative spirit i don't want to i'm so afraid of encountering a negative spirit or an, an evil spirit if you put that out there you know that you're you're afraid of it you're fearful of it you know that's when i think you tend to you can get a little bit in your own head about it yeah definitely you know because you create your own reality and you can really kind of things can snowball so you have to be really careful so especially when you do this type of work um so if you go into it with any amount of fear one thing i've learned and jackie i'm so thankful to you because i have a really cool story we're going to talk about <laughs> jackie helped me so much she liberated me oh thank you oh and, my I, gosh. and i'm honestly i'm being 100 percent honest Aww. with you you liberated me from a lot of fear by by this this thing that we went through together and um i will tell you that one of the biggest things that i always was afraid of with mediumship was of course the negative there was uh, there was always this part of me that was very nervous about encountering earthbound spirits or encountering anything that potentially could be of a lower vibrational energy and i always say oh i'm a light worker i work in the light space which i do and it's so interesting because so about a month ago to kind of give you guys a little bit of a backstory so about a month ago I had a coworker of mine who reached out to me and said hey um recently I've been having some some dreams about this thing that used to it used to haunt me as a little girl and she also isn't you know coming into her own gifts doing a lot of self-discovery work and she came to me and said I have this thing that's starting to resurface and how did I do I get rid of it she said I had a dream and you told me in my dream that sage wouldn't work (laughs) oh crap (laughs) and I said really you had a dream and I was in it I told you sage wouldn't work and she said yes and I said huh so I immediately thought of Jackie because I I had been connected with her I knew she did house cleansings and I said okay so I really want to talk let me talk to let me talk to my girl let me see what let me see if she got any suggestions um I immediately started picking up on spirit energy I immediately started feeling into the spirit energy like as soon as she even texted me I was already starting to feel stuff and I knew that it was it felt protective I knew it felt male and I I knew I knew there was a male connection I knew there was a protective connection um and I, I but that was the only two things I could really pick up as far as whether or not it was of like for me I didn't know was it earthbound I have no idea I wasn't getting that far into it so I reached out to Jackie and Jackie just happened to be coming out this weekend for our 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 development and it was so it was just everything worked out so perfectly and Jackie is like fucking sorcerer warrior princess (laughs) when it comes to like clearing (laughs) clearing houses so this girl is like I wish you lived in California because oh my god like yeah me too yeah (laughs) so but Jackie clears houses it's one of the things that she's been doing for a while and when I say clears houses I mean she goes in she she clears out stagnant energy she if there is earthbound spirits that are present that are causing disruption she will go in and she will I know this sounds crazy but she does something called spirit she can do something called spirit rescue Mm -hmm. um and that is something that we'll talk about because i think it's really important because i think for a lot of people that's something that evokes a lot of fear i know for me it does it it did it doesn't anymore but it did i would love to comment on that too. yeah yeah so so okay so with earthbound spirits just a quick thing 
there is so much fear in our society about earthbound spirits and i think hollywood yeah a huge part of that is the media's portrayal of what a ghost is what a poltergeist is what a demon is all of this crazy stuff that is portrayed in movies and television and all all different kinds of media and it's just not like that in in real life. I'm sure that there are extreme cases of, you know, possession and things like that where maybe it gets to that point where it is really intense. But for the most part, these are just people in a different form, in an energetic form, on the earth plane, just stuck or scared or confused as to why they aren't, you know, ca- crossed over like normal. So... That's really the big thing about Earthbound Spirits. It's just, it's so influenced by media and, oops, <laughs> media and, you know, the movies and things like that. So I feel like it, if people were to experience Earthbound Spirits a little bit more, they would understand that it's not just this, like, crazy, you know, demon thing in their house. It's just a person that's confused and that needs help, really. That's all it is. It's just mm-hmm. a person that needs help. Yeah, and so with with Jackie coming to, like, so Jackie's been doing these house cleansings, and I know that, so when we went to this house um, that we, we, so she came out, we went to the house, and her and I drove up, and I, it's so, it's just so, it's so wild to think back on, because I remember I was so nervous, like, leading up to the, the cleanse, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so nervous, I'm like, I have no idea what to expect, because you really don't know, we, no, we, you we have had, no idea we, until you're on the yeah, property, we had to, we had done, you know, we'd seen photos of the property, and we both had been picking up on the same things, so we were like, okay, like, we know that there's some links here, we kind of have an idea, but you just don't know until you get on the property, so Jackie and I, even on the way there, we were already starting to see kind of similar things, we were like, our you know like I was I was getting visuals of certain things and you said you were seeing you were feeling stuff stuff, stuff. but to 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 tell you what happened so we get to the house and immediately when we pulled up to the neighborhood I immediately like it was so funny because you said I'm seeing something really creepy yeah (laughs) you're like this is really creepy Uh. and I I, and I was kind of like I I'm still processing you know I'm still developing so I'm still kind of like figuring out when my clairvoyance is coming in sure and I would get these quick flashes I was getting these really fast flashes that I was like whoa these are really fast they're really and they're really subtle like I have to really pay attention to me it didn't it didn't look creepy it was just probably the closest thing that to what she was probably seeing so basically what I was seeing in my mind's eye I just kept seeing this this thing with very long legs that was it was projecting very large over an area over so it was almost like if anyone's seen Stranger Things there's a there's a there's a there's a part in the show where the light lightning's flashing and they show the town and they show this huge they show the demogorgon if you will kind of hovering over the town that was the image that I was shown and that was probably to represent best what it was we were about to deal with because not to say that this was a demogorgon not to say that this was you know because I mean Stranger Things is like it's the closest it's reference the, it's the closest have. reference I have yeah. because that's how spirit works they work off our frame of reference so to give me an idea that this is not necessarily something that's tied to 
people as much as it's tied to the overall expansion of the land yeah and which was really really interesting because i remember the first time i told you i said i feel like this is protective i feel like it's a masculine energy um and i was still feeling that way but the protection thing just was just kept coming up like this is so protective of something yeah it was very protective so when i was on the property it initially showed itself to me as this dark probably i don't know 10 feet tall 10 12 feet tall dark sort of uh four-limbed creature that had like these eight it like dragged its knuckles on the ground like its limbs in the front were longer than the limbs in the back and then it had these like weird ear things and like a long snout and it just was this massive massive creature and I remember so we arrive to the property we walk inside we sit down and we just kind of like explain what's gonna happen and really I just wanted to do like a quick walkthrough with you to assess the energy so we get up after we explain the process and what's gonna happen and we walk into the living room and immediately we started feeling like this male energy show up and now this is was this was a different energy than the Mm -hmm. like land spirit that we were picking up on and we both felt it was very protective male older male and I was just like I feel like he's here just to like watch over this process and that was very cool but then we turn around and there are these huge mirrors facing each other in the living room so there was like a wall I don't know what was it it was like floor to ceiling mirror facing another mirror on this wall in the hallway and then we go into the bathroom and there were like there was like a mirror on the one wall a mirror on the opposite wall and then a mirror stuck on the mirror so if people don't know that are listening to this when you have two mirrors that are across from each other it can act as kind of like a gateway for spirits and even like just earthbound spirits to kind of come through it's like a revolving door for spirit and acts sort of like as a portal or a gateway for them to come and go as they please so this woman had multiple mirrors facing each other in multiple rooms in the house and you could feel the energy oh god yeah it was so stagnant it was so stagnant so on the wall in the hallway where the mirrors were reflecting to the mirror that was floor to ceiling you could feel the energy it was like walking through cobwebs to get to the bathroom at the end of this like little hallway it was it was insane and I was like well that's the first thing we need to address because geez louise um and then I feel like the the rest of the walk wasn't extremely eventful it wasn't as eventful as I was expecting it to be And I remember feeling like maybe there were going to be earthbound spirits there, but there weren't any earthbound spirits. So then I was like, oh my God, we need to figure out what's going on. And then when we get to the back of the house, that's when we kind of see this thing in its full form. And I was just like, I'm going to have to talk to this thing by myself outside. And I was a little bit nervous about it, I think. I just... I don't know. You never know if they're going to want to talk to you, if they're going to, you know, be nice, if they're going to be mean, you know. So I thought that was really, I don't know. I thought the walkthrough was going to be way more intense than it was. The energy in the house was definitely 
intense, but I think a lot of it was residual. Yeah, I think it there was, was a lot, lot of residual. residual There's a lot of people living in the home. Yeah. So I think that that too. So something to be mindful of when you're living in a space, in a home, and you have multiple people living in the property, you really have to be mindful of the energy yes. flow. Yeah. So making sure that, you know, making sure there's not a lot of clutter, um, some things you guys can do. Because I mean, honestly, like, like our space is so like our energy, like we, we shed just like we shed skin, we shed energetic remnants all the time. Yeah. And if that energy has nowhere to go, energy cannot be created or destroyed. It can only be transferred. So you've got to give that place, you've got to give that energy space to, to dissipate and to kind of move and flow. So in your home, if you have a lot of people living there, you just want to make sure that you're, you know, routinely keeping clutter down routinely opening windows Mm -hmm. you know um incense anything anything will work but i mean definitely just visualizing your space you know someone coming in with a vacuum and cleaning out your space energetically something something as simple as that will will help but physically clearing out the space makes such a huge difference huge difference and something that i've noticed with doing the house cleansings is that people that have very cluttered houses or even just energetically kind of cluttered houses, it's sort of like this lighthouse for earthbound spirits because they see this energy basically supply that they can go and feed off of. So the more you keep your energy clear in your home, the less likely you are to experience any sort of activity, whether it's from, you know, a spirit that is actually in your house or one that's like wandering by or whatever. Nobody's going to come into your house if you don't have an energetic supply for them to feed off of. So the more you can keep your house clean, the better it is for you in the long run, especially when you're dealing with spirits. 100%. Yeah. And I think the other thing, too, to remember is that, you know, well, what was funny about this house was I remember we walked toward the back of the house and I remember the intense feeling. We both were like, whoo, can't breathe. Yeah. Feels really heavy. Yeah. Like, and you were just like, oh, man, it just the overwhelming sensation of death. Yes. Death. It's like, I just heard there has been a lot of death and I was like, wow okay right and it was pretty straightforward yeah it was pretty straightforward but it was also like okay well is this death from you know in this family or is this and which it of course this family has experienced a lot of loss yeah so that too in and of itself creates a lot of energetic remnants not only from the living but also from the departed not to say the departed aren't at peace because all their departed were at peace yeah however which is which was really great yeah but it, it, there's a lot of grieving that's happening in that space. There's a lot of things happening. So um, that energy tends to stagnate. But the other thing that was really interesting was that behind the house was a graveyard. Yes. Yeah. So they had like the double whammy of the inside of the house had this energetic stagnation because of the mirrors and the clutter and things like that. And then they were next to a graveyard. So any spirit that was kind of wandering around would be able to see their house as this energetic supply station and come on in, take some energy and use it to manifest stuff or use it to, you know, move things, whatever. And yeah, I thought that was really interesting, especially because I I had no idea. I didn't either. Oh my god, I didn't either, but it was literally, the further we got back to the back of the house, could, the heavier the energy it. got. Yeah. It was really intense. It was. And it, so thinking about it, it's just like, wow. But it is true. Like the earth, we didn't have to do any spirit rescue. No. Which was Yeah, it was great. surprising. It was, it was it really was surprising. Um, however, Jackie did have the opportunity to speak with this entity while I actually remained in the house. Mm-hmm. And I, Jackie was outside sort of figuring out what was going on with this particular spirit. And it was a very 
interesting it's been a theme I feel like since you've even been here what what you encountered with yeah. this particular entity yes yeah um so basically I after encountering the spirit I was like all right I need to go out talk to it, see what I can do to kind of get it out of there. Because even with Spirit Rescue, you want to ask the spirit, what do they need to leave? What do they need to pass over? You know, do they need any last minute things? Do they need to vent? Do they need to have you contact a loved one? You know, all these different concepts kind of go into it. But with this spirit, I was kind of, I don't know, I was really nervous because it was, it was one of the creepiest things that I think I've ever seen. So I ended up going out in the back, um, outside, and I sat on the ground, and I just remember seeing this big, huge mass of of energy walk up to me with, and it got right up in my face, and it just I usually Ooh, have I got to do. Just I know. Thinking about I it. usually have to do like an activation to connect and like activate my clairaudience and my clairvoyance and. Uh, make sure that spirit knows that I'm ready to co- to communicate basically but with this thing it was like as soon as I went there I sat down it came over and it just started talking like I had such a flow of information coming from the the spirit that I didn't even ha- I didn't even have time to process everything that it was saying because it was coming so fast and it had this like low gravelly growly voice and I don't know I wasn't like it wasn't like a threatening presence but it was definitely a stern scolding that I received from him for (laughs) the human collective basically and he began to kind of tell me what it was he he said that he was a protector of the land I felt that he had originated from the Rocky Mountains or was some sort of like mountain protector or something and he said that he had been there long before humans were even close to that area and that there were many of them all throughout you know California and and I think even following the Rockies along the Rocky Path the the Rocky Path the the like mountain range um and I just remember sitting there and having him like tell me you know humans started to poison the air they poison the land they poison the water they do all of this stuff they don't protect anything that's sacred they don't do anything to help mother earth all they do is take and and just made us sound so selfish and so I don't know so ungrateful for everything that the mountains give us and everything that the ocean gives us and everything that the land just in general gives us and I could just feel the disappointment in in this entity as it's speaking to me. And I just remember him kind of like, I don't know, just kind of saying, you know, this family is going to pay for this. And I was like, but this family didn't do anything directly to your mountains or to your air or to your land or your water or anything like that. And he was like, it doesn't matter because all humans are connected by an invisible thread he like made it very I don't know esoteric sounding and Mm -hmm. was just like you know you're all connected by this invisible thread if one person does something you all are to blame because you are all a collective and you need to be held accountable it was it was mind-blowing it was honestly crazy so I let him vent at me for oh my god how long was I out there you were only out there for about 15 minutes yeah so he was pretty 
much talking the whole time and I would pipe in to like stick up for the family because I was like the family didn't do anything exactly to you or to the land it's not like they went out and you know built a corporation that's spewing tons of toxins into the air every day it's it wasn't like that but he didn't care he saw them and they were the closest to him and I don't feel like the spirit had been vengeful the entire time he was there. I feel like it was something that recently happened within the last probably 50, yeah, probably 50 years where there was this shift to, okay, now we are ready to protect this land because you guys are not talking to us. You're not taking care of any of this stuff. And it just got to a point where I feel like they were all so frustrated because it is like a collective sort of thing where, there were more than one of these protectors all throughout the mountain range and all throughout California, I felt. So knowing that they all began to feel this sort of vengeful energy towards humans as as a group was just, it was so sad. And so I remember asking it, you know, what can we do? What can we do to like get you to leave this family alone for a little bit? And I think that, it thought that 20 years was like not very long but it was like I'll give them 20 years and then after that I'm coming back and so I kind of like told it that I would like work with it on the astral plane and work with you know the earth in that area kind of like astrally and try to like protect the energy of that space and he was like all right I'll give you 20 years and then after that I'm coming back like 20 years isn't a lot to him (laughs) but like 20 years is a lot to us so I was like okay I think I'll I think I'll take that deal (laughs) so (laughs) So, yeah, and then you were inside giving the reading yeah. at the same time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so just kind of, like, bringing them some much-needed comfort, you know, because they had questions regarding their loved ones and sure. are they at peace, and so I was able to do that and bring that through for them, so that was healing in and of itself. So it kind of feel like hopefully we've alleviated um, some of, you know, the – I mean, because immediately, instantly, you took the mirrors down. And oh, yes. after you talk, after you spoke with this thing, I, I immediately felt like the, the the space itself felt lighter. After when the you, mirrors when, were down, yeah. Yeah, but even when you walked in from speaking to this thing. Oh, really? I did. I felt like there was a lighter energy, but I, it also could have been because I had just brought through information. I, oh, I'm sure it was a combination. It was a combination. Because I did feel him leave the space. I felt him walk away, away. into kind of like, the backyard and then throughout the backyard and and just to whatever was beyond the backyard so I think the combination of the healing from you giving the message me figuring out what this entity wanted and then the family kind of having answers all of that played a huge role I think in Mm -hmm. just kind of lifting the space which is really what we wanted we just wanted to give them some peace and comfort and quiet (laughs) yeah yeah so definitely you know as far as like the house cleansing protecting your energy protecting your space i mean even as much as protecting your land yeah that is like the big takeaway i feel like from doing that particular cleanse yeah just showing a he just wanted people to show appreciation for the earth and all the resources that the earth gives us because we we do do a lot to the air and we do a lot to the land and we do a lot to the water but all he wanted was a simple gesture of kindness back to the earth. And because we had spent 50 years kind of ignoring that and not doing that, I feel like they just kind of, 
they just kind of gave up on us for a little bit which is so it's so sad and they began to use their energy to kind of fight back yeah and that's you know and not that they're fighting back in a in a harmful you know i mean it's not that like what this family was experiencing just to give you guys a little bit of an idea of kind of what was happening is they were experiencing what what some would call poltergeist activity which Mm -hmm. is um you know movement of objects um full-bodied apparitions uh things like that happening in the home um people just feeling very overwhelmed and um and even seeing the shadow the shadow the dark, the shadow. dark shadow they were actually seeing yeah. this this entity itself in a different form in a different yeah. form and they they i remember she told me she said i don't feel like this thing was ever human no Mm-mm. i think it's been i think it was just so ancient feeling mm-hmm. like it was so ancient it had been there since the beginning of the land i feel like i just feel like since the rockies formed and i don't know how many years ago that was i mean didn't it tell you i'm in the air i'm in the yeah, water it said I'm i in, am the air i am, I the, am air. the water i am the land in this area so it could shift forms so it's a shape the way yeah the way that they were seeing it wasn't the way that i had seen it in my mind's eye it was the way that it projected itself when it was becoming a part of the air as this sort of shadow um that moved across the ceiling and moved across the walls and It was so interesting because Vanessa even said, like, when I was talking about this entity to the family afterwards, she had said, you know, did it sound like this? And she did an example. And I remember getting full body chills when she did it because it was exactly the way that I heard it clairaudiently. And it just, it it blew my mind because it wasn't like this scary, like, demonic sounding thing but it did have this lower guttural growly raspy voice and she did she did it she did it so well yeah it was so scary (laughs) i know i was like oh my god she did see this thing so Yeah. yeah i mean and it goes to show you too like if you really think about us as humans we are in everything like we are also attached to everything so this thing clearly it exists in a different physical dimension absolutely yeah um it's not something you know there's there's they talk about we're living we're moving into the 5d the consciousness is collective consciousness is rising we're moving into the 5d so we probably are going to start to notice that we're going to see a lot more activity um of things that are from perhaps maybe and i know this is probably going to sound really out there but I mean, like this, this is it's energy we're talking about and energy can exist on multiple planes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this thing, whatever it was, was moving through those dimensions. Yeah. And it was interesting, too, that they would see it as a kid, because I feel like when you're a kid and you're a little bit younger, you're so much more open to just letting life happen and experiencing all aspects of life. Whereas when you get to being a teenager and you start to see the biases in the world and you see the stigmas everywhere and all of these things, you kind of shut, you shut down. Yeah. Yeah. You really shut down. So I thought that was really interesting because they were so, they were so on point with it. Yeah. They they really saw that thing, which is terrifying when you don't know what it is or how to talk to them. But at the same time what a validation for them yeah you know definitely and now to know that if they ever were to encounter it again they can speak to it yeah. in that way and that's the other thing Absolutely. too it's like jackie eliminated so much fear for me in that i walked into that space totally realizing that like hey like anything number one super protected number two anything that we encounter we can discuss we can talk to talk to it yeah and, and if you talk to it yeah and if you did encounter something that was a little more 
on the negative side and it didn't want to talk then you just call your angels down to extra protect you Mm -hmm. and help you you know get it out of the space yeah you know there's other methods and things but basically you just have to know that any time that you want to call on your angels or your guides or your loved ones on the other side for protection they will answer immediately it's immediate even if you don't feel anything happening you don't sometimes you're not you may not feel anything physically happening but they're there asking for protection attention is so 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 important and you know like i said earthbound spirits so just to kind of like put it out there like i know people probably always wonder is my loved one at peace is my loved one at peace so you know people talk about earthbound spirits and i think that's the scary thing it's like okay so like if i don't hear from my loved one from a medium like does that mean that like my loved one's on at peace? Does that mean that my loved one's an earthbound spirit? Like like what does like how do you know if your loved one's an earthbound spirit or like how how would you know? Would you be able to know? I mean, that's a question I feel like I kind of want to ask our mentor, but I'm kind of like I eh. think honestly, I think that there are so many different aspects to the soul in general, and I really don't have all the answers, but the way that I have kind of come to learn about all of this is earthbound spirits definitely have had have experienced some sort of trauma that have kept them earthbound or they haven't worked through a very very deep 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 like soul level sadness that they needed to clear before they passed on so there are a lot of factors that go into you know what causes an earthbound spirit but I feel like even if you went to a medium and your loved one was on the other side even if they didn't come through in that reading, that doesn't mean that you have your loved one as an earthbound spirit. Like, I feel like that can't be your end-all be-all. You have to know that 99.99999% of the time after you pass, you go straight to heaven and you have your life review and all of those things. But there are those instances where you have experienced an extreme trauma on earth and for some reason you don't want to go to the light. And a lot of people experience you know there was this one house cleansing I did or it was actually the photography studio and the man didn't want to cross over because he had all of this guilt about the way that his daughter died and he just he was holding that so deeply within himself and he actually ended up he ended up committing suicide because of the guilt so he was scared that he wasn't going to be able to cross over he thought he was going to be judged or go to hell or all these things So it really just takes, you know, sitting down with them and being like, that's not going to happen. Like, you're not going to be judged. Nobody's going to judge you. Everyone forgives you for what you're blaming yourself for. And no one blamed you in the first place for your daughter's death. And they're going to be so excited to see you on the other side. So after you explain that to them, they immediately leave. But so I don't think that it's as common as people think it is. Earthbound spirits, it's, it's a very rare phenomena that happens I mean it's like one in a million like truly it's like one in a million where there's this trauma or this extreme guilt or extreme shame or extreme fear that there's going to be judgment or there's going to be you know this damnation or something and it's just not it's just not how it works it's just not how it works at all so know that if your loved one does pass and even if it is kind of something more traumatic, usually the spirit immediately goes to the other side. It's just those very, very, very rare cases where a spirit may get stuck for 
one reason or another but I I honestly don't really know why it happens and I had to explain that to a spirit before because he asked me he was like why did this happen to me why am I not in heaven and I was like I don't know man like I'm really sorry that happened but I'm here to help now so (laughs) so yeah I'm not really sure exactly why but I have experienced mostly spirits that have this guilt or this shame or this fear surrounding you know what happens when they cross over am I going to hell that's a huge thing people think that if they commit suicide they're immediately going to hell and it's just not it's just not real it's just not how it works you're not going to be punished for for having these deep like this deep sadness it's just I don't know yeah I mean it's definitely something that you know just because you know you cross over you don't get to like leave your baggage at the door either i mean they're carrying that with them on the other side that's one thing we've learned is that that even though you know spirit may have taken their own life or they take responsibility for their passing um if they had deep sadness or anything like that they're still gonna have to work through that on the other side right Uh, doing that cleansing with you was like super eye-opening for me alleviated so much of my own fear I'm so glad to hear that yeah and even like going into this weekend I think it was like something I really needed so I'm grateful for Jackie thank you but um I mean yeah so Jackie you just have so much to offer definitely a really eye-opening experience to see how much healing you can bring to someone um you know with and, and how much clarity it gives you like oh absolutely. were you were you like totally surprised but I feel like you were surprised by this entity and what it had to say oh I was absolutely because you don't you don't know what they're gonna say when you like you're like all right I'm gonna really put myself out there and go sit outside in the dark and talk to this thing and maybe it'll go well and maybe it won't but really just having the validation of coming back inside telling them what I was experiencing and then having her say the voice and explain like what she was seeing because you it's it's easy to feel like you're going crazy oh my god absolutely especially when you're dealing with earthbound and like entities and things that can't you're like am i fucking imagining this shit yeah Yeah. especially like spirits and like weird spirits like entities and land like a land protector like well so, so it was so funny because so the big takeaway is take care of the earth try not to like drive as much if you can walk or if you can bike that's a huge thing I don't know I just want to like go through each like the air protect the air protect protect the the land reduce your waste do something little plant some flowers take care of the earth give some love back to the earth that's even as much as just even as much as like going outside and like closing your eyes and saying thank you for supporting me absolutely like you know any intention you can put towards mother earth but essentially i mean trees have a consciousness Mm -hmm. trees did you this is so interesting i don't know if you've ever heard this but so i read this somewhere it's crazy if a tree is dying in like an orchard so if a tree is not doing well all of they've they've measured this all the other trees will like send nutrients and send that's amazing like that's the coolest thing i've ever heard (laughs) healing to that tree it's really they've measured it it's freaking wild like so it kind of almost reminded me of like that that M Night Shyamalan movie, The Happening. <laughs> it kind of freaked me oh, out a little yeah. bit. I was earth, like, when you told me, to fight was, back. the Earth starts to fight back. You can find Jackie. How can they find you? They can find me at Readings by Jackie on Facebook. So that's Readings by J A C Q U E on <laughs> Facebook. Um, and I also have a YouTube channel. And yeah, I know. I'm so excited where I share development tips. I share other house cleansing stories, which are super crazy and 
people seem to like them. So, so if you like ghost yeah, stories, you like ghost go stories, check out her YouTube. Grab your popcorn. <laughs> um, my YouTube channel is at Ethereal Jack. So it is E T H E R E A L J A C. And yeah, I think that's it. Awesome. Yeah. Yay! Yeah. I'm so excited. Thanks so much for having me. It was oh, really God. fun. You are so welcome. And I hope we get to do this again. Me and too. like, um, yeah so it's very so yeah she's so just, exciting she's amazing you guys you gotta check her out um and are you starting a new instagram do you have the instagram I handle actually, chosen yet? yes i have okay so it's at ethereal jack yt so it's again e-t-h-e-r-e-a-l-j-a-c-y-t on instagram yes yay, yay. <laughs> awesome well thank you so much for being here thanks for having it was amazing. me <laughs> <laughs> all right you guys um i will talk to you all very very soon thank you so much for listening and sticking with us and it was a long all right y'all have a good night
You did it. Yeah. Oh, now you're recording oh, again. Now I'm recording again. <laughs> what happened? Did Just I hit it, it twice?